This is The Boop Show, episode 308. It's October 25th, 2021. Welcome back to The Boop Show, everybody. I'm Scott Johnson with Brian Dunaway. Hi, Brian Dunaway. Oh, hi, Scott. How are you? I'm good. I'm happy to just be doing a show about independently developed video games. <laughs> Independence. Yeah, I like. Sometimes From those give me the most. Studios. They give me the most happiness in uh, video game life. Uh, the the little indies, man. They're the ones I like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I I agree. I mean, there's just there's there's you know it's, there's practically zero commitment on indie games usually. Mm-hmm. Now that's exceptions. I play Graveyard Keeper once a week, and I have done for almost a year. And there's new content coming out, but for the most part. Six, ten hours. Yeah. Give me my indies. You get in, you get out, you move on. You get in, you get out. Yeah. You you happily Lovely. hand your fifteen bucks over to a cool developer and you hope they make more cool things in the yeah. future. Make it bigger. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Speaking of which, I have been uh way back into a game that I guess I kind of I don't know if I fell off. I started and then thought, Oh, I can't start it now because I got all this other stuff going on, so I'm gonna pick it up later and I'll play the whole thing. And then I just forgot. And that game is Guacamelee two, which Ooh. I got completely freaking hooked on over the weekend again and um i love the first game played that completely and the second game is freaking great man what a great metroidvania weird turn it on its head kind of freaking weird game that game is i love it and it's funny that is that is so okay so i remember playing guacamelee and uh I, i can't remember if i ever played two or not and i never really thought about what what genre it fit into because I we weren't doing that at that time. We were doing like the final score and stuff. And we didn't focus on you know what game type it was as much. We was just more like, Who's what I'm playing this week? Yeah. I'm playing Guacamelee. Yeah. No, I've and I understand. I, I I would it'd be the same for me, the same kind of feeling at the time, but man, that game is great. It's like got all the trappings of your good, you know, the best Metroids and the best the best Castlevanias. Uh, you know, it's a 2D adventure going up and down yeah. and all over the place. You got a map and it's all over the place. Like of <laughs> so the, what you're describing uh, is <laughs> Well, of the two of the two or of the genre, the subgenre known as Metroidvanias, there's two games that aren't Metroid or Castlevania that I love the most. And it's this and it's that SteamWorld Dig Two game. They're both sequels. Oh my god, you love that game so much. I Why love don't you just SteamWorld marry Dig Two? It? I loved it. It was so good. In fact, playing this makes me want to finish it and then go play uh, SteamWorld Dig 2 again. Uh, right. Because they're both great. Um, just know, going into them, that they're, they are what I just said. They're Metroidvanias, which means they're difficult. They're, they're meant to be. They're challenging. They got uh, weird hidden areas that you want to try to find. Uh, you're going to see an area that you're going to frustratingly go, damn it, I can't get up there. Why? It's because you're not far enough to have the ability to get there. But you'll get it, what? and then you'll go, and, and then you can go back and do it. And uh, Hollow Knight also very good. Chat room saying it's yeah. uh, goat. I would actually argue Hollow Knight is a little off putting because it takes you in hours before you get your damn map, and you don't know where the f you are. I hate, I hate that. Oh first part yeah, I, I I do not like that part yeah. of it. But they, they, but it does. It sucks. The Hollow Knight sucks you in every time. I think I'm like, I'm like I played enough Hollow Knight. And I'm like, eh, you can let play me some just more. load up real quick. Yeah, I could play some more. Always play. I, I could play it some more. By the way, Drinkbox Studios, the yeah. d- indie developer who made that Guacamelee two yeah. and one, yeah. has a new game coming up in twenty twenty two. Where you're gonna? Tr- it's called Nobody Saves the World. What? Transform a yeah. Transform from a fear, featureless nobody into a slug, a ghost, and a dragon in this new take on action RPG. Oh, sign me up! Oh, look at this. It's very very cutesy. I like it. Okay, here I'm putting this up, chat. You guys can see a taste of this, and I'm adding it to my wish list because if there's anything that will help a, a indie developer out on Steam, is to add it to your wish list. Ah, interesting. Gives so them a leg up, just like you, podcast reviews help us. Who's the? Are you the mouse in this scenario, running around your little mouse? You're the blob. I think you're the blob in this oh. scenario, but you can transform because you tra- start out as a slug yeah. or a ghost or a dragon. Apparently, was the description of it. Very still early on. I love this art style. I dig what it's got. They always do good. Drinkbox. Yeah, has 
It's definitely different artist. than the guacamole start uh, art is very different than this though. The right, guac- you can transform into many forms, unlock fifteen plus distinct forms from rat. So you said rat, right? Yeah, I did say to rat. rogue to robot. Rat? Hmm. Can I be a rat robot? I would absolutely think that you could be a rat robot. Okay. That's my goal in life. Robot rat. I want to achieve rat robot status, but sooner yeah. than later, if I can do it. I love the coloring, too, because it looks very adventure. It looks like yeah. I'm on an adventure. Yeah, their color stuff, even in the two guac games, are great. Yeah. Soundtracks are amazing, too. Um, they're just a cool developer to keep your eyes on. Man. Yeah. yeah. I like those Always guys. watching the drink box. Drink box. Mm, drink box. Ooh. Ooh, an ecto cooler. Mm, oh. It's Halloween time. Oh, I should say Ooh. Guacamelee 2 on the Switch is currently 6 bucks. Guacamelee 2 on the Xbox Game Pass is, of course, on Game Pass, so you can play it on Game Pass. How much is that, Scott? Uh, free, except, you know, it depends on how many video games you play. Lately, I've been playing right. so many games that, that mathematically, by the averages, the, most of the games I am playing are free because I'm playing so many of them on Game Pass that it's starting to average out to be very little per game. So if all right. you played, if you pay, if you got a month of Game Pass and all you play was Guacamelee 2, well, then you paid 15 bucks for Guacamelee 2. Right. If you are playing as many Game Pass games as I am, dabbling and switching and messing around, then I'm I'm probably paying twenty five cents or fifty cents a game or something. I'm playing a lot of That's games. That's crazy. Yeah. You know what I did? I I I was also going to talk about my Xbox Game Pass because what a time to be alive, Scott. Yep. I had to I had to do my boop show homework, which we're going to talk about here very shortly. But uh, I realized about midway through the day when I was at work on my lunch break. I went, oh, no, I don't know how large that game is that I'm playing this week. What if it's 15 gigs? I haven't even started the download, and I got a stream when I get home. (gasps) What to do? So what I did was I I loaded up the little uh, Xbox app thing there on my phone, and uh, I, I, I installed both my console and PC because I have Xbox Game Pass, and I could do it either way. I installed it on both locations just in case. Yep. Just in case, just in case it one sucked, you know how that goes. And uh, when I came home, guess what? It was ready to play. Yeah, it was ready to play. They just downloaded. They, they, they freaking, they finally got it. The, yeah. the promise. The, 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 remember those? Remember when we were all talking about back in the day? It's like I don't want to always be online on my Xbox. I don't want that. I don't want that. And they're like, but there's a lot of benefits. And like, screw it. Yep. And it's like, give me, give me some examples. And they said, well this kind of stuff that you yeah. can download. And I'm yeah. like, that's never going to work. Yep. And for the longest time, it was just like, I'd try to install something to be like, Oh, can't connect to your Xbox right now, man. <laughs> and screw all that. But it looks like it finally just works just mm-hmm. in time for cloud gaming. That's, that's right. right. It this works. technology is now obsolete and it won't even matter. You won't have to load anything up anyway. Well, but that's they finally a, got it. That, eh, I mean, cloud gaming, right. cloud gaming is on its way more. It's a great next level thing, but there's still enough latency where I'm happy. I can oh, still yeah. play this stuff natively. Uh, FIFA 21, for example, if I'm like, you know what I'd like to do is play a little soccer. I could just yes. click that and say, you want to pretend like your little Ted Lasso. I got you. Yeah. And I could look at this list and say, oh, it's got local co-op. What? Uh, Xbox local mm. zip zab HDR 10. Awesome. Optimize for X and S plus uh, PC business. Well, here well, you go. Box. Then Then I just put box. download the console. And we're yeah, done. Check box, baby. Yeah. Check box. It's pretty great. It even 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 on my console. Now I don't know how to affect my PC, but on the console and the Xbox. Once again, we're getting a lot of Xbox love today. Sorry if you're a PlayStation person. Send me a PS5. That's Maybe fine. I'll love PlayStation, it too. Hey, if they had a Game Pass equivalent, I'd be stoked for them too. Well, they kind of do, but you no, know, I don't they know. I it's not PS4 even Pro. close. Not even close. Anyway, they'll tell me. You're right. So, let me know when Sony will let you play day one. Uh, spider-man uh the next spider-man game or that wolverine game on right. the day it comes out for their low monthly rate of 15 but let me know when that I'm try- happens i'm fishing for a ps5 scott shut up all right fair uh, enough so send me a ps5 i'll i'll hook you up uh so yeah so checkbox checkbox it worked great loved it thank you for you know technology finally working nothing more frustrating than the promise of technology that never actually quite works yeah. But it's all smooth and seamless now. Yeah. Loved it. Oh, I was going to say, it also gave me the option. It's like, hey, Brian, you've only got the Xbox Series S and with a little, really small hard drive. Yeah. Uh, and it's like, uh, you're out of space. Oh, and I said, yeah. oh, no. But it said, you want to delete something right there in the app? And I yeah. said, yeah. yeah. Boom, I'm not playing that. Get rid of that. And it's still installed. Seamless. My game next week is on the Game Pass uh, uh, deal. I found a really cool little indie on there this week, and I can't wait to talk about it. 
There's a week. lot of great indies coming to the uh, day one uh, uh, Game Pass that we might be talking about today, as mm-hmm. well as some things that have been out for a while that are now making their way to the mm-hmm. Game Pass. Where, so go ahead and roll that Xbox, Microsoft, add Scott. We'll yep. go ahead and get paid. That's right. <laughs> Thanks, Microsoft, for all your efforts, and let us know when that check coming in, okay? All yeah. Right. Uh, time for us to dive in to the following information. It's news about things. Uh, a little bit of news in the world of uh, indie games coming out this week and next week. Uh, Moonglow Bay hitting on this 26th. That's tomorrow. Now, don't let the Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, you know, freak you out too much. Or early access of Dungeon or Darkest Dungeons 2 coming out on uh, the Epic Game Store. Don't let those completely cloud your vision no. on what you might be able to go out and check out. Because Moonglow Bay is here for you. Uh, yes. Xbox Day One uh, Game Pass, like we just mentioned, also on Steam. This is from Bunny Hug and Coat Sink in Moonglow Bay. You play as a rookie oh. angler working together with friends, family, and neighbors to hone your fishing skills. This is made for me, by the way. Uh, yeah, uh, and it should be because it's on your wish list, I believe. Because I, <laughs> yeah, so one of the things I look for is like, let's see which of my friends likes this game. And I think you were on there. And if yeah. not, you big, need to edit. big shock. Uh, Scott likes stupid fishing games. Uh, and I do. I like games uh, where, especially when it's like a little bit of a different take, like this has kind of Minecrafty, boxy looking graphics. And, you know, it's a little more than a little more stylized than your typical fishing game. But look at that. You just went fishing and found a marshmallow or some shit. I don't know what that was. Uh, but yeah, I'm, a little a little voxel marshmallow bit. That's perfect. Yeah, that's what you want. Uh, anyway, it's a squid, right? Moonglow Bay is set along the eastern Canadian coastline during the 1980s. Oh wait! Did I say Canada? Let me let me. I have to do something when I do that. Here it is, uh, right here. Canada. All right. Uh, sorry. Moving on. Um, uh, you get some slice slice of life fishing RPG. Oh, dude, I'm playing the shit out of this. Yeah, I am too. Uh, Day one on Xbox Game Pass. Come on, it's man. It's got uh, drop in and drop out local co op and uh, some catch of the day stuff. Boy, this this art style is a lot like the other game I'm going to review next week okay which we'll yeah. talk about later um, you don't see fishing voxel too much in in the uh user defined tags on no, steam too often no. but yeah. yeah there it is yeah this looks great though i'll play this on my but uh, yeah my well, I, you know I, you know I, we we give xbox game pass a lot of love in here because we we personally enjoy it so much and we just joke about advertising stuff but steam my other favorite place is uh is it, you can get this game on steam on yeah. october the 26th just as well it's probably going to be eh, i'm just trying to see the price here uh usually i like it when it's on the switch because switch always lets you do pre-orders and so does i really wish steam would just give me a steam lets you do pre-orders sometimes not they always. do sometimes but switch the switch always depends on how soon it. or how early the switch has them like if, if it's a it's, yeah. if it's a game that's coming right out week then, week yeah, before this that's when i'm usually that that's when it impacts me yeah. when i'm looking for week before prices i'm like that's then when it affects and me. steam didn't have one that's weird Steam doesn't have a pre-order on this, uh, but it does come out. What went to the? What, yes, tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yep. Tomorrow. So, tomorrow's a big day. Guardians of the Galaxy. Tomorrow's a big tomorrow. day. Yeah, I think I'm getting Guardians and that Darkest Dungeon. Tomorrow's a day I go broke. <laughs> um. All right. Here's <laughs> the other one coming out. Uh, the 28th, which is Thursday. Little boy falls asleep to a horrible nightmare. Can you make him happy again? That's right. The game is called Happy Game, developed by Amata Amanita Design. Also published mm-hmm. by them, brand new psychedelic horror adventures from the creators of Bonnetacula Bonne- and Chuchel. Bonnacula. Bonna- Bonna- it's, it's like Bunny and Is Dracula. Bonnacula? Oh, like, oh, I get it. But, but t- are you talking about botanical? Oh, I might be thinking of botanical, which is You're not, not thinking of botanical guys. and chuckle, are you? Is that what, I, I'm trying to see where you're reading it. Anyway, well, go ahead. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, endure and escape three unforgettable nightmares. Solve deeply disturbing puzzles. <laughs> if not so charming environments and deal with suspicious smiley faces and pink bunnies, creepy songs and screeches from the Czech free folk band DVA. It is botanical, uh, but, but, uh, oh, but it's botanical with a Eula at the end, botanicula, which bet- I've, I've played before as well as the chuckles. Okay. Well, fair enough. Chuchel. Mature content. Uh, they, they tell you about this. Some people might find discomfort with seizures and stuff with flashing, flashing lights. Also, mm. uh, if they're sensitive to flashing imagery, blood, or violence. Ooh. Oh, me. Me. Ooh, absurd This is not comical. sounding like a cute and cozy game at all. No, it's not a happy game. It looks it looks cute and cozy, but 
But hey, that's what they tell you until they screw you over with violence. That's what they always say. <laughs> that's what they say until they get all violent on you. Uh, right. Finally, coming out uh, same day, we or no, 26th, we have Defend the Rook from 1UP Plus. Uh, this is a roguelike tactics board com, uh, com, combined board game combined with a tower defense elements. I'm out. Not, not <laughs> Do playing you notice that. I put like some options underneath that. I like how this looks. I I it looks I cool, like some but I don't want to play that. I don't want to play it if it's got tower defense bullshit. Look at it, but they even promise like in the first part of the description. This is not your typical tower defense. Yeah, but it's got tower defense elements. That's all you needed to <laughs> but tell me. But you've been fooled before. I have been fooled before. <laughs> and I can see from this video that it's got cool tactic stuff, but also those towers in between moves, you're you're juicing them with extra power and shit. Hate that. <laughs> Hate it. It looks neat, though. I really want this. Uh, I want it to be VR, though. It really felt like I needed to be in a VR. I need to be playing one of those characters. I don't know. Like, maybe. VR is weird. Yeah, me and VR are having a having a uh, not a disagreement. We're just having a moment. <laughs> me and VR, me and VR are not not the pals we used to be because I'm not sure VR knows what it needs to be yet. And I and I think oh, it's, absolutely not. VR is uh, mm, yes. Um, we're in a place. Mm, we're in a place. Yeah, is is it? Well, every once in a while, something comes along that is just like I have to have. But for the most part, if I'm just if I'm doing my weekly casual game looking. Hitting the Oculus store ain't on the list. No. It, that ain't on the list. No. I hate to say it, but no. it's just the truth. And until these things are the size of these glasses I'm wearing, um, I don't I don't know yeah. that we're gonna get there. <clears throat> but also it's fine for the for the moment, but oftentimes even the even my favorite things in VR, I'll play them and then I don't know, two hours into it, I'm like, boy, it'd be great if I could just do this on a screen. This is a pain in my ass right now. Like these are it's it's blurrier than it should be. I don't really need this. I can oh, yeah, zoom you're, with you're a mouse. You're still working on Quest 1, though, right? No. Well, yeah, but it, they're not that different. I played with a Quest 2. They're the same. It's just oh, slightly wow. better better, you know, hardware in there, but it's Every, not like everything. It's not like a change in it, it still weighs basically the same. It's still basically right. the same day. Are device. you wearing glasses or contacts? Do you mind me asking? I don't wear either. These are these are for so, blue blocks. These are just helping me with computer screen stuff. So they so that's oh. fine when I wear a headset. That's not my problem. I just want what? them to be this size. This is what VR's oh, future looks like. This Brian. This right. Agreed. And okay. we're not there yet. Until we're there, I'm not saying I'm like saying it's all shit because it isn't. These are all stepping stones. Oh, let, let me tell you something. And it's, you're not. It's not going to be all the way there for some people because even those light 3D glasses that are practically nothing. Even those people go like. Ugh. I don't want to wear glasses. I don't yeah. want to put glasses on. Yeah. I just want it to be in 3D. Well, it's not a 3DS, you magic monkey. It's not. <laughs> you magic you can't, monkey. Can't chop the can't chop the monkey paw off and hope that you can get the everything that you want. I'm Ain't all, happening. I'm all about magic monkeys. I'm glad you brought magic paw monkeys, man, it. man. If you do, don't don't deal with the magic pup, monkey paw. Yeah, don't, don't do, do that. Don't mess with the don't magic monkey. That's what I always say. Hey, don't forget, everybody listening, that The Boop Show is just one part of three big shows here on the Frog Pants Network that deal exclusively with video game coverage. Yeah, that's right. Frogpantsplays.com will show you all of them. Over there, you got your you got your Boop Show, like we're doing here, where we talk all about indie games and the indie scene. And then you got Core, which is a big, broad industry show, which you can get on Thursdays Live or on the podcast. Go check that out. Wait, or, is it a big yeah, broad? It's a fraud. It's a big fraud. Is that what I said? No, I thought you said it was, I thought you said it was a big broad. Oh, okay. It's a big broad. I thought like the fat We don't lady. like to say that anymore. Big broad is a oh, unfortunate term okay, these right. days. Apologize. Uh, and then you got your uh, you got your instance, which used to be all about World of Warcraft, but that thing is expanded now. We talk about all kinds of stuff. Uh, we had a really great couple of weeks ago episode on uh, game security, which I highly recommend people check oh. out. Uh, with me and Jocelyn Kearney, and uh, of course uh, Garrett Weinzerl. That's a fun show to do. We do that on Fridays. But what I'm saying is, we kind of have it all. And they're all very different in their own way, but they cover this vast business we call video games. So go check it out, frogpantsplays.com, uh, or you can just click around on frogpants.com and you'll find it all. Okay? You'll get there. All right. You'll get there. The games we played this week. I'm going to start. I played a game Ooh. called Inscription, except it's spelled wrong. Okay? 
You just need to know that while you're uh, looking for it, because you're not going to find it so easy if you don't know about this weird spelling of this. What, what's, the, what's the weird part? Did they drop a? Did they put a Z in there instead of an S? What, what's what's the weird part to the well, inscription? If you like the I that's in the word inscription, the second uh-huh. I of the three that are normally there. Well, I got bad news. They replaced that with an with uh-huh. a Y. So with a Y. Okay. Yeah. If you can live with that inscription. Yeah. Uh, then, then good for you. Uh, so this is inscription. This is a brand new game out only. Let's see, the nineteenth, so a week, I guess. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, a little more than a week, something like that. Um, developed by Daniel Mullins Games. Uh, one dude. Okay. Although he may be more people now. He did that Pony Island thing a while back, which was very strange. Everybody loves it, and I've seen it all over the place. Like, is is free to play at a couple of places, and yeah. great deals on it. Yeah, they they're doing some things. That thing was his big moment. Um, yeah. And now he's parlayed that into another big moment here. Uh, published by Devolver Digital, which always grabs my eye because their stuff is yep, just yep. weird as shit, and I love it. And uh, the game is called Inscription. And you might be looking at the video right now and going, oh, a deck builder. Uh, I think I've seen those before. And you'd be right. You have seen those before, but you ain't seen one like this one. This is one of the weirdest, coolest things I've laid hands on in a very long time. And I've played a lot of deck builders. I'm not even particularly very good at any of them. I just like the loop of a deck builder. I like what you do in them, how they play out, that sort of stuff. This thing is weird. You wake up in an attic of some house somewhere. Not hmm. addict, but an attic. Oh, okay, you don't wake up inside an attic. You didn't like cut them open like a tauntaun no. and crawl inside. Yeah, and wake go, up oh, like, oh I, what did I do? Yeah, what a I weird thought, these, thought these drug users smelled bad on the outside. You know, that kind of thing. <laughs> Um, no, it's not like that at all. You wake up in this room. It's a hardwood floor. And the floor, the first thing you notice is the floor is kind of low res and you don't, it's not really clear why, like everything's just a little crusty in this game on purpose. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, the art style is the thing that really, really grabbed me. Um, I don't even know what, to, there's nothing to compare it to. It's just a mishmash of like you know when pre-rendered 3D like for a Diablo or StarCraft game or a lot of stuff in the 90s pre-rendered 3D was cool but it had really crusty like blurry edges to everything yeah this game's got a lot of that but on purpose right um it also has some polygonal stuff that's like real-time polygons but those are very some of them are very like PlayStation 1 jaggedy and a little wiggly and they don't really, you know, they don't fit right. Um, a combination of those things and some pre-rendered stuff and weird sound and music and oversaturation. You know, when you when you oversaturate something, you get a lot of the weird, uh, it's not blacks, it's like... Purples. The blacks are kind of bluish purple. Yeah, you know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I feel you. Normally, that's a, a bad warmth. thing. It gives it a little bit of warmth to it. Usually. Yeah, and normally it's a bad thing you're trying to adjust for. And this thing, it just... It just embraces that look and, and says the yeah that's how our game looks and and it's to its to its success it's a very very striking uh, cool thing now a lot of people may think just looking at this video or otherwise hearing about it that it's scary in some way it's not scary it's creepy like it's, it looks like it's like like some kind of tarot cards with in a simple form and you're fighting a, you're, your your opponent looks like uh, like a, a voodoo. Witch doctor, kind of a voodoo that- kind of vibe going on, except he only puts the mask on when he has to play a certain character. So, like okay. when you're, it's kind of great actually, because in these deck builders, oftentimes there's a point in your in your run or in your journey where you're going to talk to a merchant, for example, and it's like let's say it's an old guy that sells potions or whatever. This is very normal in a game like that. Typical this, old guy. Yeah, and this potions. game, this game has that. Except instead of this old lady who's going to sell you some kind of cool whatever, it's him putting a mask on and pretending to be the old lady. <laughs> so it's him across the table going, ah, look I at like my it. wares, bah, 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 that, kind of, that kind of thing. Now, he's not actually voicing any of this. It's all told in this weird, yeah. grumbly distortion. But the text is really great. Um, here he's doing it now. The bo- he's playing the boss as well. He plays, he, he plays right. everything. Um, you never really get to see who that is over there. You just get these. But that's evil great. Eyes. It, it it really feels like you're playing. Uh, uh, you know, you're doing a little role playing with your little uh, card game. I mean, yeah. it feels like you're actually sitting with a friend, kind of, who's great at impressions. Yeah, kind of. Except and, he's kind uh, of a dick because you don't know why you're here. You feel like you're in purgatory, and you're trying to pass some you know test, but you're not sure what the test is. And the way the test plays out is you're playing this card game, and he kind of cheats sometimes, and and. Uh, 
you know, you have to, you start with these really simple animals for your cards, a squirrel. It's this cute little squirrel card. But then you only do that because you have to sacrifice the squirrel for another card. So you put the squirrel out who can't do any damage to anybody and only has one hit point. And then immediately you play like, I don't know, a stoat or or a wolf. And that animal goes on top of your cat and kills it or your, excuse me, your squirrel and kills it, sacrifices it. And now you've now you've got a wolf on the board, and it may have some actual damage dealing. Um, so he's doing the same thing over there. And every time you cause damage to him, some of his teeth get added to a scale that weighs it in your direction. So you're, you're winning. I see um, the teeth now. Yeah, and later you you do a teeth thing as well. Um, it's hard to explain, but there, and there's a bunch of cards that do weird shit. Some of the cards talk to you for some reason. They're like part of the story. <laughs> Um, the room itself. So between rounds at times, not always, but at times he'll send you on like a little, uh, a little quest. He'll be like, get up and stretch your legs and something, something. And you'll get up in the room and move around kind of mist style and okay, s- yeah. solve like over, over, overworld style puzzles. Like there's a clock on the wall and you don't know what you're supposed to set it to, to do anything with it or, or whatever. Uh, Some environmental a, puzzles to go with your yeah. uh, card game. Because you're Why trying not? to get out of the attic, basically. You're trying to get out right. of this place. And uh, there's just a bunch oh, of... Oh, really... so, this, so this is not like playing with your friend. This weirdo no, no. is more like Jumanji. You got sucked into like a game of Jumanji of some sort. Kind of like you can't, that, yeah. can't leave until you finish the game. Except it sounds creepy. Like, here's some sound from the game. And it's, Give me some sound. This is, just, this is just random samplings, but I'll explain it as I play it here. <laughs> Oh yeah, lots of crusty <laughs> pixel stuff. Right here. It's a mix of you know. Yeah. Oh, this guy. This, this right here. This is him talking. Listen to this. That's that's his voice. That is cool. So it's it's very atmospheric kind of game. Oh, very uh, atmospheric. I love it. Yeah, I love good sound in a video game, and this game is just chock full of like really interesting choices. That um, it's a it's a really get you that could really get you into like a a a mood where you're like I I feel like if you play this game, you turn out the lights. It's not really scary like you said, but you get so engaged that when you leave the game, yeah, it's like you can't stop hearing the a little bit. Yeah, there's some yeah. of that. It's it's a it's a little unsettling um, on purpose, right. and I find it just I find it just like I don't know how to describe it. It's just I, it, I love that. I know I, I get it. I, I love atmospheric games that that take you to uh, take you to that point where it's like I'm I'm totally immersed because you've 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 managed to create these waves in my brain mm-hmm. that that just make just make it satisfying and i want to stay here for a while yep. i don't know why it's pretty great and also i'm here uh, forever the other thing i like is the game is hard but there are matches where i am sure i'm losing and i will somehow <laughs> eke out a win like it's insane how how close i get to dying and then i end up winning right um that's like my report card every six weeks whenever or however long it was back in the day yeah it's like oh no every i six totally weeks. failed there's there's like no way i passed that class there's no oh i made a d okay. yeah that's nice right or or the other day i've been trying to get my blood pressure down because it's i have a family history of high blood pressure so they're trying to keep an eye on it at this stage right and uh i've been hoping it was going down so today i was like totally gritting my teeth i'm like all right i'm gonna my test it's gonna please be lower please be i know it's gonna be high because i ate like a weird burger yesterday and i'm like oh please don't <laughs> A weird burger. Yeah. So I did. I want to hear about the. I want to hear about your story, but then I need you to circle back around to the weird to burger. To the weird burger. But I ate it, and then, or I, I'm sorry, I did the test, and it came back uh, right where I needed it to be, and that was like, oh, right. oh, okay, oh, I just need one of those weird burgers every day, and I'll, I'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, uh, for sure. Anyway, yeah. it's uh, it's really cool. I want to read a quote from a review I read from Cosman Vassil. He writes for I forgot the website. Dang it, <laughs> he's got a cool name. But anyway, here's what he said. He does. I drop a wolf cub at an opening lane. A squirrel is ready to absorb damage uh, nearby. I also have a tree stump that will protect me from attacks. The problem is that I draw blood-based creatures, but have a limited supply of it. I have plenty of bones, but but my draw does not offer me a coyote that I could really use. It might be time to think of whether I can use a cheat to get ahead, or if I might lose one of my lives in this battle. Either way... I might be unable to actually get to the boss, 
and it might be a good idea to start thinking about what kind of death card I want. Cosman. Yes, that is so good. It really summed it up. with a Y. Yep. Not, not, the, not the first I or the last I, yeah. but the middle I. That's right, scry. the middle I with a scry. Yep, exactly. Right. Here's the scry part that they're trying to go for. Here are my yeah. pros. Uh, graphics are insane. Weird as shit. Mix of old and new, janky and unsettling. Very cool combo. I love it all. Uh, right. no, nothing bad to say about the art style. It's just incredible choices. Uh, the game is hard, but so fun. You feel like you are not being punished. It feels like you're just having a good time. Uh, the missed aspects are really interesting and unexpected. I also think it's funny and odd, but in an oddly funny way, like nothing's like overt right. humor. It's like, Ugh, really? He said that. Okay. That's kind of weird, but funny at the same time, that kind of thing. Uh, cons. I can't think of one. Uh, the only one oh. is I'm told that the game has an end and that makes me sad. Cause I, I'd hope that maybe, you know, by the end of whatever story they're trying to tell, yeah, There'd be like an endless mode or something, and maybe there is. Yeah. And I, I've just, I've just been told there's an end, and that bums yeah, me can, out. Yeah, campaign is fine, but is in, in a card game. But I mean, you want to have replayability, right? You don't want to just it to in theory. End. Yeah, in theory, I do. Yeah. I don't know. I always, I always say that, but sometimes I don't. But you know, whatever. I always like to hear when a game has some longevity beyond its, uh, its playtime, for whatever right. campaign they have designed. So here's my score. This is the highest score I've given this year. Oh, uh-oh. Yeah. listen to this. Nine crusty cards out of 10 low polygon hands trying to kill me. That's what they're wow. getting. Nine out of 10, baby. I love that it. is nice. I love it. I loved it. I, I think it is a piece of art and right. uh, should be played by anybody who who is interested by any of the stuff I described today. It's not going to be for everybody, but yeah. uh, In- inscription. Just remember, scries in the middle, like a, a fortune teller, a foretold in the future. Yes. No. Although, if you type it uh, spelled correctly on Steam, it actually delivers it. So, oh, they've planned good. on that. I guess auto spell correct. Yeah. Good job. And also, I guess it's on Switch. I don't know what that version's like. I haven't played it, but uh, seems like a really small screen for what this game does. So I, I don't know. Yeah, but, um, plus what I've been watching the play, and it's, it mouse movement seems like it would give you a better flow than going click, 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 click. Yeah, that you'd have to probably I mean, do with controller sticks. I think a controller's probably okay, but you're right. Like, it's mouse is going to be quicker on selecting cards and junk like that. Um, oh, it's really neat. It's a really cool game. All right, that's mine. Again, Inscription's the name. We'll say the name at the end of uh, all these reviews so that you have a good idea. That's of what we're high praise. About. I'm very excited about this game. I, I saw it as well, and I was like, I'd have played that. And then you was like, dibs. And I'm like, do it, man. Do it. I mean, it was, oh, do I it. should say it was 17 bucks. That's what I paid. It's on sale for their launch for a little while longer. And I think when it's, the sale's done, it'll be 19. So it's not a huge break, but a couple bucks. Yeah. Um, and I was going to say one other thing about it. What was it? Uh, Oh, I know. I went in thinking this will be interesting. And I came away going, that is freaking rad. And one of my favorite games of the year. All right, Brian, uh, speaking of indies and the earlier aforementioned Game Pass, there's a brand new game out called Into the Pit. Tell me all about it. Yes, Into the Pit hits uh, Xbox Game Pass on uh, 1019 last week. And uh, I was like, what is this? It's a fast-paced retro first-person roguelike. That doesn't sound like something I've ever played. So, yeah, it is a roguelike first-person shooter into the pit where you have the hands of a wizard and the heart of a warrior. Whoa. Yeah, right. Well, you need to collect runes and keys to determine which beast you will face in the pit this kind of doom-like but has like this weird neon glow about everything. Do you pick up weapons? No. Your hands are your weapons. Do you have a staff and rod? No. You're just literally shooting projectiles out of your left hand. Were we, la- and your were right, we right last week when we compared it to Hexen? Would you say that that was a fair comparison? That's a, that's a, that's a fair comparison. Okay. It, it has that. There's not as much. Okay. So all those games kind of have like a demonic overtone. This And that's here too, but it's it it almost seems farcical maybe. It, it doesn't seem like there's a real serious look at that. This taking place, the era where you start out at is is you start out in town. There's villagers who are all hidden in their various areas uh, behind doors, and you can ring bells, and they'll come and they'll talk to you. And you all is this little picture in some in some dialogue, but yeah. it is like that that dark ages type era. Yeah, and the town is set upon the pit. And in the pit, you must dive because uh, there's there's a uh, there's there's the right hand man of uh, of the king. Maybe I don't know. And right hand's not the right word. What's the word? The hand of the king. Uh, the uh, hand of the king. What's that? 
the hand. It's of the not king. the hand of the king. He's no. a he's a al- alba- albatross. That's not right. It's an A word, <laughs> and I've seen it a million times, and I've already forgotten it. Albatross. Hold on. A- it's ab- not albatross. Ab- <laughs> Abattoir. That's me. Uh, that's me getting the name wrong. So chat, chat yeah. room will pipe in with something here. I don't know what. Yeah, so he's alder uh, and uh, alder. Oh, forget it. Whatever. So that's not important. Anyway. You're chasing after somebody. It's an Albert. You get nailed it, uh, chat room. Uh, you're, okay. you're after Fat Albert. Um, <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Wow. Into the I'm pit really we glad. Go. I'm glad somebody got the IP after Cosby went to prison. That's good to hear that uh, Fat Albert right. lives it's on. Alderman. Yeah. There you go, Shay. Nailed it. Alderman, Alderman is what we're after. He's All an right. advisor to the royal. And anyway, he's causing havoc and he's stolen some of the villagers. He stole them away into the pit. We've got to go into the pit because there are no villagers left in town, there are only the shopkeepers left in town. And in order for those shopkeepers to open up, you got to get down into the pit and uh, rescue those uh, villagers along the way though. You got to, you got to open the pit, <laughs> a little ceremony. Sorry. I just saw you jump into what was obviously a bunch of demon hands sticking out of the ground and you jumped into it. Like it was a I, hot tub. I had to make sure. No, I had to make sure that those demon hands, this is me playing. Uh, I had to make sure they're demon hands. That's the first time I've encountered them. I, when I, when I review these games, <laughs> I do everything stupid on purpose because I want to know, you know, it's like, can you fall off here? Yes, you can. When you jump on these things, what happens when you jump on those hands, those ghost hands that are sticking out or ghost tentacles that are sticking out of the ground. When you jump on them, guess what? You take some damage. Can you, can you draw the bad guys, the other bad guys into that area and hurt them? No, you cannot. Oh, no, you cannot. They don't don't hurt each other. Okay. No. Well, they're, you know, they're all buddies. They're friends. They're trying to kill you. Yeah. Yeah. They're trying to kill me, but no, no, no damage on, friendly fire sure. on, on their end. And sure. since I'm playing single player by myself, I'm not playing with the, I'm a wizard. I'm a single, I'm a single entity. I'm actually looking for another, I think I'm looking for my brother wizard. If I understand the story correctly, mm-hmm. but anyway, that's neither here nor there. The really interesting part of this game, first of all, is it's visually uh, just a lot of fun. Like I said, you, if you've ever played any hex and dune, those kind of games, you've seen those, you know, those big blocky maps and it feels like all of those games, but then it's got this cool, irradiated looking haze on everything. Some yeah. people don't like that. Some people actually complained about it. I'm like, all well, right. It's obviously by design. That's clear. Yeah. To me. Yeah. And there's actually a setting in the, in also there's, I think I've seen some people complain about it. You'll notice how chunky those, uh, those, those texture maps are on those walls. Yeah. And you know, it's, it's kind of, it's, it's a little, very, very it's quick. Little very quick. It's very yeah. Doom. It's ugly. Yeah. It's ugly. That's fine. You can actually turn that off. It's in the settings you can turn. Oh, off. I don't really? like doing that because I like to play it the way the developer intended. By the way, yeah. uh, Null Pointer Games uh-huh. is the developer. Yeah. Uh, publisher is Humble Games, yeah. and this game is called Into the Pit. And you are basically <laughs> like I said, you're playing Doom, but you're upgrading. Oh, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I did say Doom. Okay, look, it's not really Doom because it's a roguelike. Right, right. So, but it's a first-person shooter, so it's kind of like Dune. Dune. Yeah, it's kind of like it. It, 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 it not Dune. Shares DNA. I keep saying the Dune. Like, I mean Dune is what I. I mean, I mean Doom, not Dune. Gosh oh, dang it! Yeah, that, that's what I keep doing. Yeah. Doom. Yeah, it's Let's it's, it's a bad week. That way for, we won't get confused. It's a bad week for trying to de- determine if you're saying Dune or Dune. <laughs> it's just hard. <laughs> I'm definitely it, not. Doing it right. is very. It's very difficult. All right, where was I at? Okay, so. We, it, <laughs> <laughs> we're making this Sorry, description of this game a lot harder than it needs to be sure. all right so when you when you dive into the okay so when you summon the pit you start out with some uh, some particular buffs and they're all tied into these runes that you're given right away and you you lock those into a couple of a couple little places there's a little couple of places for you to lock those in then you throw a key in there and that generates a level of the pit and when you go into the pit, there's four altars in the pit on that level that you're you're trying to get through. Yeah. Uh, and each of those altars has two doors uh, for which you to choose. And it's usually like you can go in and you can choose uh, things that will benefit your wealth, or it'll benefit your uh, maybe your health. You can yeah. also there's like uh, you can heal up for yeah. one of them. Yeah. Uh, there's a, a luck area which increases your uh, your chance of getting a really cool uh, upgrade on your spells. Yeah. And it's just upgrading on your weapons. It's really not really any spell spells. It's more like I have a long range plasma or a short one, or, you know, it's just, just this energy balls flying out of your hands. Yeah. Right now what I'm doing is I've actually went into a, uh, I think it's, I forget what this level is called, but it's got, it's got one, it's one of the places where you'll have like a chest and you go in and you get what are called moats. And 
these moats are important that I just picked up because they're ones that allow you to cheat death. Gotcha. So roguelike, very easy to die. You always try not to die because if you die, you go back to town, you start your run over, you lose all of your upgrades you did, you lose all your progress into the pit, yeah. and you have to start back over. That makes uh, sense. So it's makes roguelike. Sense. You go know what it reminds me of a little bit? That roguelike made by uh, the Farm Together people, it was called Ziggurat 1 and 2. Ziggurat had this same kind of uh, thing. Do you ever play Ziggurat? Right. Ziggurat's awesome. Oh, I'm man. trying to remember. I know we have someone called Ziggurat that. Oh yeah, we have out. a we have a community member named Ziggurat. That's true. That's but I'm true. trying to remember what the game was like. Yeah, Ziggurat was awesome. Oh, Ziggurat two in particular, very very good game. I can't. Uh, believe you're right. I, I'm looking at I'm looking at snaps now, and it does have a very similar uh, visual look to it. You are correct. Yeah, it's there's something about that game that this is giving me yeah. that vibe of, which is I think it's the roguelike element. Also, that game features, uh, st- uh, st- what's the word? Uh, not random. Well, I guess it is randomly randomly generated rooms. So you'll come right. into a zone and it'll be oh procedurally generated is what I meant to say. Right, right, right. Anyway, it'll never be the same every time you run it, and it's a shooter and it's roguelikey, and you get new stuff to unlock and blah blah blah. It's a very cool. Cool I, I like that. I'm glad that you said the procedural generated because I, that's what I thought I was getting into at first. I said, "Oh, I'm going to be hitting some procedurally generated, you know, levels." And and no, it's it's a shuffling. So uh, you'll 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 land in the first level of the pit based on certain runes you picked out, and then there's a shuffling that you could give you. Each altar could give you different options for what's going to be there. Yep. And then once you actually get into the instances or the rooms, uh, then there there's only so many. You yeah. know, you, you kind of get familiar with it. Now, there may the enemies may be in a little different spot, or there may be more enemies or different types of enemies, uh, but the, it's, it's good because it's like, oh, you don't, you don't feel like you're getting lost all the time. Sure. It's like, okay, yeah, I know this map. Yeah. I know this level map. I can, I can do it. Yeah. I, did, well, I wasn't expecting it here, but hey, I'll take the hand I am dealt. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> pew. <laughs> yeah, you will. The hand you were dealt. I, I see what you did there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. So uh, now, okay, so when you first... The greatest joy of this game is in the beginning. When you first start playing, it's so fresh and so new. And I really dug right out of the gate what I was seeing. It was easy to get into because it is, you know, it's a first-person shooter. I know how to do that. And when you get into a, when you get into an instance in our area, uh, you, you can actually just go through. There's, there's no respawning of enemies. You just kill them. You go in, you break your what's called keystones. Yeah. Once you break all the keystones and you collect all the moats, which are uh, like currency essentially in the game, uh, then you just you just you just leave, and the altar is finished. That one, and you once you do four on a level, then you can dive deeper into the pit. Yeah, I do like. I notice the guys blow up into uh, gibs and jibs or whatever. However you feel yes, like they, saying they it, they do gib and jib. I they like, do the gib the jib. I, we used to say, okay, so here's this is an interesting thought. You know how people struggle with whether they're supposed to say GIF or GIF, you know? It's yes. still kind of an yes. issue, which I don't think it should be an issue. It's stupid. doesn't uh, matter. It doesn't matter. You know, what I'm ta- you know what I'm talking about. You know exactly what I'm talking about. But because it's a thing, I have a theory that gamers who kind of cut their teeth or played a lot of the, the era of Quake and that era of gaming, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. when that term uh, get... So I always said Gibbs, and right. I know it's supposed to be Jibs, but I think I've heard if people you say, say Gibbs, and I've heard people say Gibbs. I think if you say Gibbs and you're used to that, yeah. that GIF just happened. I, you just start. I think it only be an. I think it only be an issue if you were trying to say Barry Gibbs was playing Quake and he shot a lot of Gibbs. That would be confusing. But Barry yeah. Gibbs, I want to shoot Barry yeah. Gibbs. That's what I want to. I want to shoot Barry, but Gibbs, yes, it's fine. Gibbs it's is fine, fine, right? Because usually you're spelling anyway. How often do you? How often do you actually use that? Yeah, when is jibs? When is jibs even part of anybody's normal everyday right. conversation? And so then the jibs were all flying about. <laughs> yeah, and I, I knew I was t- I was in for a lot of trouble. <laughs> yeah, I used to say yeah. it all the time. But then you know, people always go say gin. Okay, well, say gift. Right. Okay, you want to play that game? Say gift, Mister Gin. All right. 
We're in a fight. So Into the Pit was the game I played. Yeah. It's on the Xbox Game Pass. I played this on the PC. I had on the Xbox. I tried the controller for a minute. Was not impressed with the controller because I'm not very good with a first-person shooter. With a controller, it really didn't matter because when this game first starts, I played it like a first-person shooter. But the truth is it's really more like it ends up being more rogue. You, you, you'll play for a first-person shooter when you first walk into a room and you go, and you kill everything. And then you're like, okay, now i got to make choices. Now I got to make, you know, uh, upgrade choices and, and, you know, where am I going to go next? What's my path right. and that kind of stuff. So uh, to me, the first person shooter part was really satisfying, except for uh, some environmental objects that they, they really need to fix this part. This is where the game is kind of really broken for me is there's yeah. environmental uh, objects that are attached to the walls that, that you get you run into. So, you know, first-person shooter, lots of times you'll walk into a room like, oh, shoot, I got to back out of here because yeah. there's a whole bunch of bad guys. So you start trying to, trying to backtrack where he was at. Sure. And since nothing's going to spawn behind you, you know you're safe. So you just start, you know, you start laying fire down and you're backing up. The only problem is you get caught on a nail and you're like, oh, what is, why can't I move? And next thing you know, you're dead. And it's like, I'm better than this. And it's yeah. like, fix your stupid game. Yeah, fix your gosh dang game. Because, because the most important part of this game to me yeah. is when you get... In, in between, you know, you got to make logical choice and stuff. But when you're actually in those those instances, you need to be able to just flow in a good first person shooter way. You know, yeah. you need to flow. You don't mean the you don't mean the spinoff good. from Alice. That you don't mean that flow. No, you don't okay. need that kind of flow. You need that mental flow. That that yeah. that place when you get into the into your first person shooter and you just you're just like you're jumping backwards and shooting stuff. You know, Flow, where she again, used to say, kiss my grits. You're across stuff, you know, you're yeah. running on walls, and you're, you know, you're doing rocket jumps. She used to, say, she used to say, kiss my grits, not kiss my jurits. Okay. <laughs> so you're going to stick with that? I'm All right, we'll let it. it. We'll let it play then. Chat, uh, chat room reminds me point. that was always short for giblets, so it should be gibs. gibs. Or not giblets, sorry, giblets. giblets should be jibs, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Developer Null Pointer Games. Oh, wait, here's some sound. Game. Let's play sound from you. Oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All play right, here you go. This game. It's pretty good. It's atmosphere. Oh, I like the yeah. trusty metal soundtrack. A lot of metal in this game. Ooh, I like it. Nice. This is good. I need to find this music. You know what this reminds me of? Um, maybe it's the same guy. Uh, Proteus. That soundtrack sounds a lot like this. I can see that. Yeah. It, it gave me a it gave me a serious Sam vibe uh, occasionally too. Oh, serious Sam has yeah. its moments. Sure. Yeah, yeah, but you know, it's not it's not constantly running at you. There is actually an end instead of like always coming at you. Well, you know, the best part wow. of serious Sam is those guys running with the the bombs in their hands screaming. Yeah, I love it. Ah! Yeah, they're the best. That's my favorite part too. I'm I'm with you. That's my. That's my favorite part. Yeah, uh, yeah you got to you got to make good choices too because uh, if you're going to get deeper into the pit, the first time you play, you're like, whatever, just choose this power. Yeah, yeah, let's choose this power too. Let's see, long range, sure, why not? How about short range? That works good, good too. I found out very quickly that it was very important for progression to pick the right things and pick uh, things that would because these, all these uh, all of these power, all these buffs, they yeah. stack. They stack as you get further and further down. Stackable so buffs. You, that's right, baby. Yeah, you got you got to stack them buffs, baby. Yep. And uh, once you get to a certain point, I mean, if you don't, man, you get into you get in some a world of hurt and you die pretty quick. Uh, and then you're very disappointed. Start all over again. Yeah. So I, I I learned the hard way on that, which is fine. This game does not handhold. I mean, literally, you start out on the streets and you go to like the different doors and you ring the bells and they go. Go away! Nobody's here. We don't want any. It's like, uh, wow. go, go, go! Save two villages, and I'll open up. Until then, bugger off! Wow. And uh, are yeah, they, British? they do. And are so, they British? You know, it's not, I don't. I don't know if no. I don't. Well, they're you know, it's dark ages. It looks you know, it's okay. probably European of some sort. I'm sure, but okay, you know, Anglo uh, Anglo Saxon kind of people. I'm down dudes. with that. I can they tell. All have, like mm. they all have unibrows, though. I th- I think I couldn't really tell. It kind of looked like that it was kind of dark, but. I was going to tell you about this thing. I was playing a first-person shooter that's set in World War II on console. It's also on PCs called Enlisted is the name of the game. Oh, okay. I'm not going to review it, but I can tell that it was written and voiced by, like, Russians or something. And it's not even the accent. It's like, our men are going to the goal. Like, (laughs) instead of going... We're on our way to stop the Germans, or, or you know, some other kind right, of cool right. sounding World War II thing. It's always. Oh, how do you think the Americans sound? 
our people are on the thing. And then when the Germans yell, they don't sound any right. different. They're like, we have That's gone hilarious. to the place for the goal. It's like, you guys. We are stupid of- Americans and we are hitting the. <laughs> That's a really cool game. We are driving the-, the tanks. It's just a bad translation. I don't know what's going on. Right. I, right. I like it. Well, there so, you go. Uh, yeah. Uh, give me your review. Yeah. Give me your total. I got to get some of my pros and cons while I was talking about it. Pros and yeah. cons looks good. You got some nostalgia with luminescent haze to make it feel new and exciting. I love that part. <laughs> Easy to hop in and play. When you first start this game, so next spots Game Pass, couple of gigs, install it remotely like I did, and then just hop on and play. Uh, to really appreciate it, though, you really got to uh, focus on the rogue part of it uh cons stupid environmental objects stop my flow i talked about flow kiss my grits game progression is slow progression is super slow it's like my god oh i mean i played a couple of like i played what like six seven hours and i'd only save like two villagers yeah it's top of top end is 45 villagers so i didn't expect it to go too much faster but i mean you only can open like one merchant up there's like six merchants and you can open like one merchant up with one villager and then the next level is like five or yeah. 20 and i'm like this is gonna take for freaking ever yeah some great uh yeah so i could use a little more hand holding too that was kind of con for me i'm like ah you know i i don't mind being just you know dropped into the middle of things but uh when when something as important as you know which powers to pick so you can go deeper into the pit i'm gonna do a little hand holding on that because d- just trying to guess you know let me see let me try this two together let me try these two together you just you know yeah i don't like guessing. so i'm gonna get this thing uh, seven point five. What the hell was that out of ten? Oh, I wish oh. it's a flying flaming skull. No oh. big deal. Oh, that's all it is. No big deal. That's flaming skulls is. are everywhere you look. Yeah. Once again, that is in. Someone asked if you got a haircut, and no, the answer dice tomato is he's wearing a hat. Oh, hat. Oh, yeah. talking about my wig that I wear occasionally. No, oh, I, wear I don't know if that's what he means. I think he thinks you just got a haircut. I don't know. On oh, my head. Well, look at this. Yeah. See, look, he's got a pony in the back there. It's like a little doodle, like a, a little penis. Little yeah. pony, yeah. Little hair penis. Little, right. I don't think that's what that's called. Oh. Okay. Well, what do I know? All right. Uh, well done, everybody. Again, our games were Into the Pit, and mine was called Inscription with a Y in the middle. Okay? Oh. Okay. okay. If that makes sense. Here's, here is now this. It's a me, Mario. <laughs> Guess our game. That's right. We play a game called Guess My Game, where I play a game sound. Brian has to try to guess when it happened <laughs> and what it is. <laughs> we have a game within a game inside our game show. Called Game, game. Sound Game. Uh, yeah, game. and he does the same thing, and it's a real fun thing. Nobody really loses or wins anything, but it's fun to do, so we're going to do it. Here is my sound for this week. Uh, the hints are 1992. and no, this that's was, like a year after mine. Oh, wow. All right. And this was uh, captured on a, on a uh, Nintendo, uh, excuse me, a Super Nintendo Entertainment System. Okay. So here you go, Brian. Here's your sound. See if you can figure it out. Um, the top part may seem obvious, but don't blurt out an answer just yet. Okay. That's all. all right. That's my other hint. Here you go. Oh, I know this one. There was like a like a rocket race kind of Warner Brothers Looney Tunes thing, right? Well, you tell me. Is it like a it's like a cart race kind of thing? They're on rockets. Is that what it, am I thinking right? Maybe it, uh, I don't know. I don't know. You're right that it's in the Looney Tunes uh, thing. Oh, so it's not like a it's not like a cart rally kind of game. Then it's it's not going to be in, in that area. Well, I just all I know is it's Looney Tunes themed. That's all I can tell. It's you. absolutely Looney Tunes. Ninety two would have been when Spielberg was still working on the Tiny Tunes. Yeah. And I'm trying to think of what Tiny Tunes games would have been out at that time. Um, Tiny Tunes. Have I made that clear how much I hate the Tiny Tunes? Gosh, dang it, I hate them. Oh, I hate them. I hate them. I hate Muppet Babies. And send me all the hate me email you want. I don't care. Those two things sucked. <laughs> they sucked. Right. Ugh, they're awful. But I didn't hear no basketball in there. So, I mean, I wouldn't think it would be a... Well, Jam didn't come out till when? Uh, yeah, like 94, 96. Six, was I think. Was I'm it good that with, late? I'm usually good with movies and dates. Let me see. Yeah. NBA Jam release date. It's gonna try to. I'm me. going. I'm gonna go in. Uh, what year was it? Ninety two. Yeah, ninety two. I'm gonna go. Is it is it an SNES title? SNES title. Um, it is an SNES. Well, yeah, it may have been on Genesis also. I'm not sure. 
But where I got right. my idea, I, but I remember that. I could see this cover art. I I think I can. I I'm I'm seeing like Buster and Bad. I'm not NBA and, Jam. What am I thinking of? No, Space it's Jam. Uh, uh, Looney t- is. Uh, oh. We're thinking of Space Jam, right? Is that what we're thinking of? Space Jam, yeah, Space Jam, Space Jam. Okay, the first Space Jam came out ninety-one uh, in ninety-six. I was right. Oh, okay, perfect. So it'd been too early for a Space Jam. Tenth highest grossing is- film of nineteen ninety-six. Wow. Yeah, but this is but this was when the when Bugs Bunny was starting to go all uh, all like hipster, where not hipster that that kind of b boy attitude kind of thing going on. You know, right. had like the the pants here, pulled here down i'll give you a further hint i'll give you a hint that'll help you narrow uh it is only it only involves one uh we'll say two two characters from the looney tunes business that's all who's in this and let's say those two characters are always with each other oh then it's got to be roadrunner wally uh, wally coyote then well then you're right you're i guess you're close enough i'm gonna give you a, i'm gonna give you a ding on that you win uh hold on where's the ding i can't find the ding well so. i knew it had to be something with racing because you could hear all the here i'll make this sound activate pac-man there that means you kind of won um it's uh <laughs> what's it you called have a it's called uh road runner Wait, where's the full title? Yeah, I remember this. Is there like a is Roadrunner like in front of a stage or something like a wooden stage? I'm trying to remember. Oh, I can remember I this. Lost, I can I remember this the, cover art. I too. lost the subtitle. Hold on, it's called. That's here okay. it is. Roadrunner lost in time. No. Uh, Roadrunner, no. uh, Roadrunner, Death Valley Rally. Oh, Death Valley Rally. So it did have rally in it. Okay, it did. You you know what? You were a lot yeah. closer than I gave you credit for it. It did have Death yeah. Rally Valley in it. Um, yeah, it's basically a side scroller though. It's, it's just the roadrunner running real fast and jumping over shit. It's basically Sonic the Hedgehog with the roadrunner. The roadrunner running fast. Yeah. It's not great. Is there, is there a mini, a mini game with, uh, uh, slow poke Rodriguez? No, I wish. Cause everyone loves that person that you just mentioned. Um, here it is chat room. You can see it. It's just. You know, they're, they're, the whole point of getting through a, a kind of a level oh, or a yeah, stretch. I remember this. The, the part of the stretch you get through, when you get to the end, the coyote ends up getting bonked or killed or, you know, lost or whatever. Yeah. I guess it never gets killed. But, uh, and you try, you know, you can go back and try to beat your times and all that kind of stuff. It wasn't like great or anything, but I remember, no. I remember at the time thinking, well, this isn't so bad for, you know, for, for a Roadrunner game. But look at it. Look at this 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 scene right here. I mean, this is Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, that shit. is Sonic. Oh, my God. Yeah. And they put it both on. The, I wonder if they actually did put it on Sega or if this was like their answer on Nintendo for. No, it feels Sonic like this wasn't Nintendo exclusive. I know that. I think this okay, was just. So it, wasn't uh, that, yeah. it was probably both. But yeah, it's, it's again, not memorable other than, hey, Looney Tunes in, in a video game form. Everybody check it out. Kind of yeah, thing, so. I mean, they have, they have a lot of. Uh, crappy little games that just hit the nostalgia button right yeah like, okay oh yeah without a doubt uh it's a pretty janky platformer is that's a good way of putting a quantum feline in yeah. the chat i agree with you oh um, look at that he hit the hit the balloon and now it's going crazy yeah. that's this insane it's insane all right brian i'm gonna push play on this here thing that you sent now me. now okay mine is gonna be kind of one of those games you're either gonna hear it you're immediately gonna know it and it's not because necessarily because of the music but i mean it's, it's so ingrained in our heads You'd probably know it, and if not, by about the forty-five second mark, I think there's some bigger clues that that hit. So, 1991 was my game. Also, an SNES title. Uh, I think it was arcade and SNES only, and that's all I'm going to say. All right, here we go. Teenage Mutant. Am I getting a Ninja Turtles vibe out of this? Absolutely. Can you go a little further? Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Turtles in Time? There you go. Turtles in Time. Oh, Turtle man. Power. Turtle Power. Doodle doo yeah. yeah, that's. Uh, I played the shit out of that back in the day. Yeah. Yeah, the music's the part that gives it away. The rest of it yeah. can be in it to beat him up. But. It's almost as iconic if I had just said, here's Pac Man. Yeah. Marker, 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 <laughs> marker. I mean. <laughs> 
Yeah, is like, it Pac-Man? That one's not too hard. I think you were you went easy on me because last week's yours was really hard. I think, and uh, <laughs> it was. Yeah, yeah. So why not? We could give each well, other. I, a break. I think maybe, I, and plus, I was also kind of toying with the idea. I was like, hmm, you know, we kind of avoid these super easy ones, but what if we went with a couple of super easy ones and had like a clock timer, like see how fast you can get it? Yeah, it's like, can you get can you get it in the first? 15 seconds i can name that video game in the first 10 seconds boom <laughs> i feel you uh that was a cool that was a i remember being really into that for a long time i wonder how oh, it yeah. played today probably not as well i yeah, yeah. i was actually i was watching it recently and it, it plays it plays fine plays it fine. plays fine okay well fine is better than bad yeah right i mean it was i mean it was no uh teenage mutant ninja turtles 3 mutant nightmare but you know but whatever. what is what is right 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 Okay, right now this hey look at this everyone that music means it's time for us to read an email oh uh, before we do scott next week that's me uh i'm gonna play echo generation for the show that's my Ooh. next big review and i've already had a taste and i like it a lot <laughs> so we'll talk about that i hope it holds up and is as good now as or then as it is now because it seems really cool anyway brian's gonna play a game called they always run they always run yeah. unless you shoot them in the back. Oh, well, then they don't run. They stop. They stop running. We'll see. I'm not sure. <laughs> they always run, colon, unless they're shot in the back. That's the full name of the game. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that'll be next week. They always run an echo generation. Here's an email sent to us at uh, boopshow at gmail.com. This is from Dupless. I think is how you'd say his name. Dupless? Yeah, that Dupless is perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know if he's perfect, but that name reading. Well, I mean, the, 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 what you said. The, I what see. You, read the name i see what you mean i see what you did there he says hey scott and brian i love the show please keep it up when was the last time you played an indie game that you also felt would be game of the year if you could pick it thanks for all you do duplice uh do you have an answer to that question absolutely Uh, a few weeks back i played something called potion craft scott hated it but i loved it and i think i could continue playing it forever for the record i didn't hate it i i I, you didn't hate it but you had had struggle with it struggling with it Yeah. yeah I'll keep going back, though. Potion it's an early craft. access. Who knows where that thing's going to go? So yeah. I'll keep at it. Uh, that's a good call. Potion Craft is... Uh, I know you loved it, so that seems perfect. Um, it's not out yet, so... I don't know if I can count Shipbreaker yet, but oh, probably... But you played a lot, yeah. That's a unique case, because yeah. it's not really out yet, but you've had a lot of experience with it. Because I love that game. Um, yeah. I just I can't wait for it to just be done. I'm tired of all these resets they're doing, but I love that game. Um, the other one was... What was I going to... Oh, uh, I think that um, uh, Deep Rock Galactic probably would have won last year uh, ha- yeah. had I yeah. been able to say, oh, yeah, that was my game. I really, really like Deep Rock a lot. Did it come out in 2020 or is it 2019? It did. 20, that had a really long... It was 2020, but they had, yeah, long early access. A really good early access. Those guys were great, but yeah, uh, finally came out last year officially. Um, that game's rad. And there was one other one I was going to mention. Can't think of it. I think Inscription was probably the last one you played that might have Game of the Year on it. I mean, it might this year. Like, I enjoyed it that much. I probably, I'd probably at least consider it, but I'm trying to think. There's got to be one other one. I mean, Hades is a good example. Although Hades, Hades is a game that is... That's a team I'm starting to not. You can't call them indie as much as you used to be able to. They still are. I don't know. They got a lot of money. Now. I don't know. I don't. I don't know what. I don't know what the line is. Like when do they stop being indies? I don't know. Like did they hit a certain I, threshold? I think or? yeah. I think once you sign that deal with the devil, it's all over. It's done. It's done. Fat money. I guess if they're still making and publishing their own game. Yeah, I think I, we, we talked about what an indie is before, and I, I've always stood by the uh, the idea that an, you're an indie as long as you have final say. As long as you are able to go, I, I as a developer have the final say and don't have to go to a board of anybody or any money holders and go, money holders, <laughs> oh, is this a good idea? Or you have to step down from your company because you said something stupid because the money holders are pissed at you. Yeah, but you're not an indie anymore. You wouldn't call, um, like Bungie, you wouldn't call them an indie, but they. They're not an indie, and they they are beholden to. uh, Nobody. To to at least some money. Uh, Maybe not anybody else outside them. But they are definitely have to answer to uh, to the money man. Well, I mean, they're not they're not publicly traded. They don't 
have a they publish themselves now. Like they're all on their own. I don't know, man. Then I stand corrected. They are an indie. A <laughs> so very big so indie. they they launched that that tiny indie game known as Destiny Two. Everybody that's everywhere and gigantic. I don't know. I think it's just hard. I think there's a lot of weird like counter examples, and maybe it's just harder for us to. I don't know. We always the stuff we cover on the show. It they seem like obvious indies because it's like a team of four right. dudes and a lady. You know, like something like that. But. No, and I think Microsoft if your business, I think if your, I think if your business is going to shut down uh, because um, you made some bad choices, then you're so big you're no longer an indie. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I mean, I mean, because if they made some bad choices about this, they could eventually be like, okay, well, well oh. so we're heading back to Smallville. Yeah, but because, Dice uh, is right about Halo. Bungie, they did fun Bungie in the Halo days. You're right. Uh, right. And then when they left that, they went to Activision for Destiny. And then they broke the Activision deal. And now they're on their own. I don't know if you can go back to indie status once you've been AAA status. <laughs> we don't want you here. Yeah. <laughs> we ain't got nothing for you, sir. Keep moving on. We ain't got nothing here for you. <laughs> anyway, uh, maybe you can. We're learning new things here on the uh, Boop Show. Just right. like you guys at home are. And if you're at home going, man, I really like to email them and chew them out for that dumb thing they just said, do it. Boopshow at gmail.com. That's boopshow at gmail.com. Real quick, uh, there's the Boopshow uh, uh, Twitter account. We're going to try to put more content on there and have it be less the less of a, guess what? We're going live with the show. Like, that's kind of boring and lame. I want to put more game stuff on there. So we set up another account that kind of just goes, puts up whenever everything goes live. So if something's going to yeah. go live on the Frog Pants Network, that account will tell you it's called Frog Pants Live. That's it at Frog Pants Live. So that way you can avoid the spam of live show notifications altogether on Twitter if you want by not following it. But you can still follow the Boop Show because we're going to put like actual meaningful, cool content on there. That's the idea anyway. So yeah, keep your eye on that. That's Frog Pants Live <clears throat> at, uh, for the all the live notifications and Boop Show for everything else. Follow Brian on his Twitch channel at Brian Dunaway. Follow me at Scott Johnson. Nope, follow me at Frog Pants. I did it wrong. Frog Pants is where that is. And you can find me on uh, uh, the Twitter at Scott Johnson. Brian's at the Brian Dunaway. Oh, hi. You know what? You know what would be a great thing to do? What would be take a great that, thing to do? What do you got? Take that uh, indie conversation we had and take it over to the Boop Show Reddit page. Yeah. And uh, let's have a discussion about it because I see already on uh, on Reddit there's already some hot threads about when will when will uh, Bungie become an indie developer? Are the indie developer? There's already been some discussions. All these people are wrong. We need to have our own thread where we have the the straight dope. Yep. Exactly. Uh look at that. The rates 86 says does indie mean size or wealth? Maybe it means neither of those things. <laughs> Maybe, but that's a, that's a sure way to to get a date. Well, that's true. It's size or wealth, size mm. and wealth. That'll get you anybody you want. All right, hey, that's it for the show, It'll everybody. Get me. <laughs> Mostly size, but the wealth helps. Right. Yeah. Uh, we're we're done, Brian. Anything uh, wise to say before we go? Yeah, join me tomorrow for uh, we're gonna play some community stuff over there. Jackpot games, do it, Brian Dunaway on Twitch. Oh yeah, the mission deeps peeps, mission peeps. Yes, the mission deeps. You gonna come? You gotta come. I'm, I'm gonna might, invite you right I here might. publicly, uh, and then you have to come. Yeah, I no actually choice, think I might. No, okay. I might because that thing come with on. Wednesdays staying on Wednesday. Chop so, job. Yeah, yeah, I might. Chop, be, chop. I might come by there. Uh, I'll let you know. Uh, but for the rest of us, and for me, and for Brian, and for uh, the rest of us here at the Frog Pants uh, Central, <laughs> none of that exists. Just me and Brian. <laughs> Uh, thank you for listening, for watching, for hanging out with us. And we'll be back with more next time. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. I don't like Steam. I love Steam. Command the Enterprise. Play Star Trek.